Hello, everyone. Welcome back to It's All Geek to Me, a podcast where we discuss anything and everything geek related. I'm Tim. And I'm Trey. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider subscribing and sharing. Send us a message and follow us on Instagram. Let us know what you want to hear about next. Today, we are going way back, back when our food talked to us. Yep, we're discussing the show Veggie Tales, because you know, it's all geek to me. If it's a comic book or a comic movie, it's all geek to me. If it's some sort of game or a show on TV, it's all geek to me. If it's a play or ballet, I agree. If it's a car, a sword, a beach, or a tree, it's all. It's just all geek to me. And there was never, ever a show like VeggieTales. You gotta admit, that theme song was stuck in your head for weeks after you watched an episode. Heck, most of the silly songs got stuck in my head without even listening to the whole thing. I bet we could sit here the whole time and just talk about the songs. Oh, dude. Heck yeah, we could. I freaking love all the VeggieTales songs, especially the silly songs with Larry. I, so... Uh, like a year ago I was heading to a wedding for my friend. And so I was in the wedding party. And so we had the groom myself and two other groomsmen in the car and we're heading to the venue and all of us were jamming out to silly songs with Larry for like 30 (laughs) minutes. At least all of us grown men. Some of us have finished college. Some of us were still like in college, but we were all just jamming out to veggie tales in the car so those songs stick with you they do i still and i haven't even heard these songs in a while i still every now and then just have the urge to sing i love my lips that's or a good one the yodeling veterinarian of the alps mm-hmm. um, the water buffalo song the water buffalo song or yeah. um can't the classic where's my hairbrush oh where is my hairbrush Oh, yeah. There's so many, so many great, great songs in VeggieTales. And so I'm so happy that we're finally hitting VeggieTales. We're able to talk about this. We watched the first five episodes. And, oh, boy, some nostalgia hit hard. Oh, my gosh. Not only nostalgia, but a little bit of cringe. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I don't know about you, but... Some of these episodes, the first ones, um, which these were in the 1990s, like I'm thinking 1997, maybe 1998. I was wondering the date. I didn't know for sure, but I knew it it was way, way, way back. It might have been earlier than that, to be honest. Um, But you could tell some of the animation here (laughs) was a bit rough and honestly kind of freaked me out a bit, me and my wife. Um it was interesting, and even some of the uh, voices of the characters didn't match what I remembered, and they slowly got back into it, but the first two episodes, Larry did not sound fun to listen to. He was kind of kind of scary. He was, it was definitely weird, um, especially because, like, like you're saying, it wasn't quite what we remembered, 
I wasn't, I personally wasn't like scared, but I was like, hmm, that sounds odd. That's not, that's not quite right. And so, yeah, that one was, that one was interesting. But yeah, some of the animation did not hold up. I remember when I was younger being in church and it being, I wonder if you had a similar experience, it being like a party or potluck after service and the adults wanting to occupy the kids. And so they wheeled in the TV on a cart (laughs) and they had the TV on the cart with the VHS player underneath and they wheel it in, plug it in to the wall and then pop in the VHS of VeggieTales and just like, all right, kids, watch this. Have fun. And you spent the next couple hours watching VeggieTales and playing Hangman on the whiteboard that was also in that room. Yep, that that was <laughs> that was my experience too. We also had, especially when the movies came out, uh, particularly when the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything came out. I remember as a kid, we had a church, like a kid's church sleepover in the sanctuary. And you played that movie up on the top. And it was this all-night event. And um, at that point, I was helping run the thing. And I just remember having a blast just hanging out watching VeggieTales. It was just so much fun. <laughs> oh, man. You cannot have a good time. Well, like, you, can, you can't help but not have it. Like, a little bit of words are having trouble forming that sentence. You can't help but have a good time when you're watching VeggieTales. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> um, and before we really get into VeggieTales, for those who don't know what it is, because um, surprisingly... I did not realize this wasn't a well-known thing. So I remember when I hit college and we both went to a Christian college. It um, was primarily AG. Yet there were some people who were not part of the Assemblies of God. And those people did not know about VeggieTales. And it kind of just shocked me. It was like, how, how did you not know? And even some people just outside of the church, outside of uh, college still knew about VeggieTales, so it was still a little bit widespread, but the majority of people didn't. And so, VeggieTales is a show where the creators Phil and Mike, who voiced the two main characters Bob and Bob and Larry, created a show using vegetables, and these vegetables could talk, and they went through different scenarios, different stories. A lot of times, they were spoofs off of well-known franchises and then other times they were a true biblical story Mm -hmm. and the purpose of it was really to promote uh good morals in kids and also show biblical stories and kind of interact with kids in a way that you wouldn't be able to yeah it was an awesome tool um that a lot of churches used and Cause they're always so cool. Cause like they're, they always, I don't know if they actually got a letter from somebody or if they just made up like a letter. Um, but usually the episode would start off with Bob, the tomato saying, Oh, we got a letter from this person from this town. And they talk about like, why, where is God? I'm scared or something along those lines. And they talk about usually a biblical principle and then they tell a story and you watch the story and it's teaching kids these, you know, biblical principles, like you were saying, and metaphorical and allegorical. And 
they were always, at least I remember, at least in the first five episodes as well, biblically sound and just a good time and a fun time for kids. They always had fun songs. Yeah. Yeah, they were a lot of fun. And I think we need to really talk about the history of how it was made. I find this kind of funny, but this was in, I just looked it up, 1993 is when the first one came out. So really? a lot older than I thought. And the creators, Phil and Mike, they wanted to make a show that, once again, promoted these morals. But they wanted to do it in a way that they could with animation. Because back then, having human hands, human limbs, and actually having animated humans was not a real possibility. And mm-hmm. so Phil first started with chocolate bars. And he started with this as just a rectangular kind of image and his wife was like hey maybe we should do something that promotes good habits and not bad (laughs) and so he switched to vegetables and that's where he got larry and before he even began any of the um filming of it or anything his mother actually gave him two rules for veggie tales the first being you are not allowed to portray jesus christ as a vegetable that was off limits. Oh. And then the second one was um, you cannot imply that vegetables can have a redemptive relationship with God. Interesting two rules. Also, quick sidebar, for those of you who don't know, Larry is a cucumber. It's Larry the cucumber. I don't think we've said that yet. That is true. And Bob is the tomato. Bob the tomato. Yep. So the two main characters and the hosts of the show is Larry the Cucumber and Bob the Tomato. But I did not realize that they couldn't portray Jesus as a vegetable or imply that they that the vegetables have a redeeming relationship with God. That's so fascinating. Yeah, and no when you idea. think about it, they've always kept to those. Yeah, because like when Bob is talking to the kids, he's never talking about like, oh, my relationship with God or da-da-da-da. He's always talking to them about biblical principles or about their relationship with God, never exactly. his own. Interesting. And so what they did, um, they started creating an outline in 1990. And in 1991, 92 or something like that, they were coming off of almost puppets. So they were working together doing kind of tales with puppets. They did one with the princess and the pea. And after that, they decided to go straight to animation. This is around the same time as Toy Story. So while Toy Story was the first truly animated film for like computer imagery, Mm -hmm. VeggieTales was the first of its kind as a video series. Really? It was. And even though it wasn't very popular at the time, so there was only one episode per year for a while. And then eventually went to two, and then it finally went to three a year. And I did not realize that. I thought these had been around for ages, and they just kept popping them out. But yeah, it, it was really just once a year, up to three times a year, and that was it. It's also weird to think about a show only releasing three episodes in a year when we have shows that are doing 10 to 24 episodes in a year now. It's... You know, just yeah, exactly. sidebar of technology and where we've come from. Um, but yeah, and three one, episodes a year. That's crazy. One of the other cool things is the guy who voices Larry. That is Mike. I believe that was Mike. 
one of the creators. He also writes and sings all of Larry's silly songs too. So that was kind of his child there, which for those who haven't watched VeggieTales, every halfway through an episode, regardless if there was like a mini episode and then another mini episode or one full one, halfway through, there was a silly song with Larry. And it was just that. It was Larry the Cucumber coming out, making a fool of himself, singing something weird. Yeah, it was nothing to do with the story or the Bible or anything. It was just Larry being goofy. Like one of my favorite is um, when Larry sings the dance of the cucumber. And that it is so funny. It is in full Spanish. Larry singing about how amazing he is as a cucumber. And then he starts kind of almost insulting Bob by saying he can't sing or dance or whatever. And so it's just it's so funny. Every silly song is just Larry being goofy. And I mi- didn't realize how many jokes in the silly songs I missed growing up. Like in Where's My Hairbrush, Larry gets out of the shower and sings about how he his hairbrush is missing. And he's a cucumber, so he doesn't have any hair. But at the end of the song, Bob gave his hairbrush to a peach because he has hair. And as a kid, I never got that joke. And then I was watching, and I was like, holy crap, it's because peaches are fuzzy, and that's like his hair, <laughs> and that's why he needs the hairbrush. Oh, I never got that as a kid. So, that was fun. All the silly songs are just so much fun, and I, I think you're right. Every song that we've seen this week, at least, there's a little bit in it, I'm like, oh, I didn't remember that. That's cool. So let's jump right in. So we watched the first five episodes. The first one that ever came out, it was a little rough on animation, but still pretty good story. And the songs were really good. This was Where's God When I'm Scared. Now the first story, so this one was split up into two. Bob and Larry came out. They're on a kitchen countertop talking about a kid came in or sent a letter in and they're scared. And so Bob and Larry are going to give them a story or two stories on why you shouldn't be scared when God's around. And the first one is when Junior Asparagus <laughs> is scared because he watched a uh, Frankenstein movie or Frankenstein-celery. I don't think, I don't think do they, yeah, it is Frankenstein-celery. They do actually make the, re- the full reference. Mm-hmm. He's scared of that. And so Bob and Larry show up in his bedroom and start talking about, hey, you really shouldn't be scared. I... Don't think this is the best story VeggieTales ever did. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's I think it's a good opener because it's simple. It teaches a nice lesson of, you know, your target audience is children. And children are scared of a lot of things. They're scared of the dark, scared of spiders, scared of a lot of different things. And I think it was great because it also showed like a lot of kids want to grow up fast. They want to be, you know, older. They want to be able to do things. They want to be able to stay up late or watch those scary movies. Like kind of Junior was showing, like he wanted to watch the scary movie, but his parents were like, that might have been too scary for you. And it showed a a very relatable character, I thought. So I don't think it's their best story, but I like the simplicity in it. I like that too. I, I think Larry just got to me. Larry was just made out to be a very dumb cucumber. And it, in later Veggie Tales, he's not that way. 
And so seeing it in the first one was just kind of weird to watch. But we did get one of the first songs, which is God is Bigger. Than the Boogeyman. God is bigger than the Boogeyman. Very, very catchy. Bigger than Godzilla or the monsters on TV. Oh, God is bigger than the Boogeyman. He's big enough for you and me. Sorry, I had to finish it. <laughs> I had to finish the song, at least the the chorus. It, it's a great song, and it really kind of sums up the entire point of that part of the episode. Oh, yeah. And I like the... So they had a really fun little reference in there, too, where like the Frankenstein just appears, and he's like, yeah, I'm just an actor trying to get paid. <laughs> I live in, you know, Reseda or whatever he, wherever he lived. Uh, <laughs> I thought that That's was That's what I missed. I missed that as a kid. I did not yeah. even realize that was in there. I like I remember that part as a kid, but I don't remember what he said. I always thought it was like, yeah, I'm Frankencellery and I like I'm not scary. And I thought he just stayed in that character, but he literally like came out and was like, "Yeah, I'm an actor named Frank that was playing a character and I live in Toledo." That's what it was. He lived in Toledo. Um, and it was just like so like I never got that as a kid but now I'm an adult and I do get it so (laughs) fun time right after that episode two we get the water buffalo song by Larry the Cucumber the first silly song with Larry the good old water buffalo song absolute first and what a note to start on that is one of my favorite silly songs with Larry and it is the first one that comes out. It it was a way to show that they were serious about <laughs> silly songs. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if you haven't heard the Water Buffalo song, you should look it up. It's fun. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah. There's really not much to say about that silly song. It's just a very solid one. Maybe we'll do a ranking of them once we're all through the original series. That'd be fun. Um, But directly after the silly song, so we're now halfway through the episode, we get to Daniel and the Lion's Den, um, which is exactly that. It is the VeggieTales version of Daniel from the the book of Daniel. And pretty solid. Uh, I don't really have any complaints here except maybe some of the animation. But... We got one of the most catchiest, I think, VeggieTales songs here, <laughs> which is, oh, no, what we're going to do. Oh, no, what we're going to do. The king likes Daniel more than me and you. Oh, no, what we're going to do. We got to get him out of here. Do, That's do, just do. part of the chorus. It's so but, yeah, <laughs> that honestly, Daniel Lion's Den is so good, and it's so simple and classic just narrator over the setting the scene simple story simple characters but really just portrays like they they did like VeggieTales always did a great job and they show it here in this first episode of taking a biblical story that may be complicated for kids that are like five or six years old and just simplifying it and presenting it in such a way that is understandable and they're able to take the lesson from it so easily. I would also say this is the first episode and I think one of the only episodes 
that the creators decided to go full biblical story. There was no metaphor. There was no this instead of that, and which we'll see in later episodes. It was almost exactly like the biblical story. There was Daniel. There was the lions. There was the king. Mm-hmm. Um, in the next ones we're going to talk about, especially Rakshak and Benny, the story there is the same, but instead of certain elements, there's like, it's a bunny factory. Yeah. So changing some things to make it almost relatable. The only other one that from my memory that may have been the exact biblical story may have been Esther. Yes. But even that I think had some differences in there. Well, instead of hangings, it was tickling. That's that was right. a, that was a, <laughs> a big change. And honestly, a good change because you don't yeah. want to be telling kids that, you know, this man is going to hang you and kill you. And I mean, they also did that with George and the giant ducky. True. Um, for anyone listening, that is the story of David and Bathsheba, but told in the version of the king wants his ducky, his rubber ducky. And, and you, you mean you're not supposed to tell children about adultery and killing another man's, another, you know, killing a lady's husband because you want to marry her? That's so weird. You're not supposed to tell children that. <laughs> huh. So odd. Still but has yeah. one of my favorite silly songs in that one, though. That's true. I'm, I am excited for when we get to that episode eventually. Yeah. Um, But one thing I do love, especially in this first episode, kind of what I was saying with the simplicity of it, is they do a great way of taking stories, and even in the stories where they change things, and not losing the theology and the biblical theology in it. They keep the biblical theology top-notch to where kids can understand it, but it's not dumbing it down or making it incorrect, which I love. Yeah, I would agree with that. And we see that a lot more once they really get onto their feet. So this was only like once a year trying to see if this would work. And so going to the next one, I think we still see them trying to find their footing, but still giving us that, those morals and that identity that VeggieTales is. And that is God wants me to forgive them. I did not remember this one growing up. I didn't remember this one either. And I kind of understand why. It's it's not a great episode. We out of the five we watched, this was my least favorite because I had like I were all I remembered a, at least a part, if not the entire episode, for all the other ones we watched. The other four, this was one that I think, except the silly song, I couldn't remember anything part of this episode, and. I left the episode. I left all the other episodes going. Wow, that was so fun! So much nostalgia, so much memories. Great biblical story, all of that. I left what God wants me to forgive them. I left that one a little more disappointed. I agree. Uh, they tried to do a spoof for this one. The first episode, so the first fifteen minutes was a spoof off of Grapes of Wrath, with the grapes of. Wrath being the actual grapes, like the vegetable or the fruit. Yeah. And yeah, they were just kind of mean to Junior. Junior wanted to be mean back. And then they found out, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. It it wasn't memorable. Yeah, it wasn't. The story structure wasn't great. What was the silly song here? 
I didn't think uh, this one had one. It does have one. It does. I'm trying to remember what it is. Yeah, I don't think that this episode had a silly song. Yeah, you're right. Now that I'm, I'm, we're thinking, I'm thinking back on it and t- we're talking about it. I was getting my episodes mixed up with the silly songs. This one, the another reason why I actually didn't like this one is because this one had the weird infomercial that was in between. And so they finished the Grapes of Wrath episode, which wasn't a great story. Like you said, it's just the grapes being mean to Junior. Junior kind of crying about it. His dad coming out and saying, we're supposed to forgive people. And it had a good biblical lesson of forgiveness, but I feel like they could have presented it better. And then they finished it and they're back in the kitchen and they did this weird like infomercial where they're trying to sell this like forgive-o-matic or something. And I was like, okay, where's my silly song? Yeah. And I think that's when they realize people like the silly songs because every episode after this one has a silly song. Yep. Um, the The story after this one was also called Larry's Lagoon, which also didn't have that big of a plot. It was a spoof off of Gilligan's Island. And, and it was pretty people... much like word for word Gilligan's Island at yeah. times. Even like they did a three hour tour. They had the professor, the movie star and his wife. And like, no, it wasn't the movie star. The, the billionaire and his wife. Um, and like even made reference to the actress and the other girl that was in it and said that they canceled or something. And it was like pretty much word for word, almost Gilligan's Island. Yeah. And I think the only redeeming factor was there was this like Jamaican tune at the very end, um, which I believe was the forgiveness song or I think, yeah, it was the forgiveness song. It was kind of catchy. I don't remember any of the lyrics, but I liked the tune. That is true. It was very, very catchy. Um, I'm with you, though. I didn't remember any of the lyrics. It was catchy. It was fun. And it was sung by a palm tree, which made it even better. Um, but yeah, overall, that, that second part of that episode just was lacking, in my opinion. Um I'll say another redeeming factor is Larry pretending to be a boat driver that the whole purpose of the boat is to break up ice. Um, And he wants to save, I think it was polar bears. That was a little funny part. Mm -hmm. But besides that, it was just the whole episode was kind of a bad spoof on uh, Gilligan's Island. But like out of five episodes, one bad one that still has biblical principles, that still has a good lesson, isn't bad. Yeah, I would agree with that. I do think the third episode is when they yeah. found their stride. Um, why don't you take this one away? The third what one was, was third one Are You watched? My Neighbor? Um, which, I'm trying to remember what it started off with. It started off with the popcorn one, right? It started the out good with Samaritan, the Good That's Samaritan. That's right. So it starts off and... Bob and Larry are talking about like, who's my neighbor and am I supposed to be nice to this person? Um, And kind of the idea of even when people are different than you, you can still be nice to them. Um, 
And so he they go into a really interesting rendition of um the Good Samaritan, which was I really enjoyed it. It was basically two cities that each wore different things on their head. One wore shoes and the other wore pots. And they were at war and they'd throw these things at each other. And it was just it was very funny and goofy. But overall, it was like I really enjoyed the episode, that like story, um, because Larry got his head stuck in a hole and people helped him. It was kind of cool too because even though this one didn't have a direct parody off of anything, it did parody a little bit of Doctor Doctor Seuss's That's true, it style. Did. So I had a little bit of that type of cartoony look, but it was really the second part of the episode that was the big mm-hmm. kind of story to it. Um, so yeah, so I felt like the 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 first story was good, um, and then we hit the silly song halfway through, and the silly song is a classic. Is such a classic. It's the hairbrush song. Such a good one. Everyone knows the lyrics yep. of this one if you watch This Veggie is probably Tales. one of the most well-known VeggieTales songs um, of all time. And it's all about Larry looking for his hairbrush. I mentioned, I kind of went through it earlier and how I missed the joke when I was younger. But that's kind of the whole episode, the whole song. And it's great. And so then they go into the second story um the second half of the episode and i really enjoyed this one and it was basically junior asparagus is having a birthday party and his dad's like you should invite the friend um i'm trying to remember the the friend's name do you remember the friend's name that he wants to invite i don't unfortunately um was it Fernando? Was it carrot? He was like, "You should invite oh, Fernando okay. to your party." And Junior Asparagus was like, "No, I don't want to invite Fernando. He's weird." And the dad was talking to him, is like, "You can't say he's weird. He's just from a different place, and that doesn't make him weird. He's just different." And so, basically. Junior goes to sleep or tries to, but Bob and Larry show up in a like Star Trek spoof esque shuttle and explain this whole disaster. And he needs to go save their ship, which is an apple pie, which is hilarious. And it turns out a, a popcorn meteor is about to hit the ship. And the only people that can save them are these two gourds who are always hungry. And so it, the whole lesson is just because they're different doesn't mean it's a bad thing. You can get to know them and they're, they can still be really cool and they teach you a lot of different stuff. And so it's a really cool lesson. And I will say Jimmy and Jerry Gord are <laughs> they really hilarious are. in this episode. I, I laughed so hard when i don't know if it's when they were introduced or whatnot but there's a scene where it's literally just watching them fly across space together just one one shot maybe five seconds 
and as they're coming towards you and then away, they're singing <laughs> the muffin you know man. the muffin man? And I'm like, this is the most <laughs> random so thing. I loved that scene. Because I literally, like, they were singing that, and I went, the muffin man? Like, and it was so, oh, man. It was, <laughs> yeah, like, they're so random and funny. And, yeah, it was great. It was a, It was a great story, too. And I think it was really applicable to, like, just if pe- that's fine like it's awesome when people are different than you like still get to know them and they did a really good job of taking the biblical lesson of like loving your neighbor and taking it to a lot of different spaces and applying it to kids when you know you might see someone weird or sitting alone you should go and sit with them or talk with them because they might be really cool even though they're different and it was really cool yeah i really like that um, this one had to have been probably one of my favorites that we watched out of the first five. Um, but I do think this next one is my, my favorite and it still holds up. I think story-wise and that's Rack Shack and Benny. Now Rack Shack and Benny is a retelling of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego from the book of Daniel. And they do it in a way that's really fun. Uh, instead of um, them bowing down to like the king and his statue and things like that and getting thrown into a furnace. It's they're all working at a bunny, a chocolate bunny factory, and it's kind of more along the lines of, "Hey, you should probably eat healthy and not eat junk." But it still follows some of the same lines, and I think one of the funniest things is the king Nebuchadnezzar in the Bible is the factory worker or the factory owner and his name is nebby yeah that was so Nesser. clever on the writing side of making him nebby k nezer um and didn't they call him mr mr nebby yeah it was, it was yeah. so good i love this episode yeah Neb- uh this whole one there wasn't a single like there wasn't two stories in this one it was just the full story and it was just a solid episode. Some of the animation wasn't all there, but we did get the dance of the cucumber, oh, which we've talked about as a silly cucumber. song. So good. It's just so funny. And it, once again, it goes through the same like mate, like point of you shouldn't, it was more along the lines of you shouldn't follow what everyone else is doing. If you know that it's wrong. And it's a great point, regardless if you're a Christian or not, it's, you shouldn't mm-hmm. fall into peer pressure. And they do it in a really good way where if you didn't know the story of the Bible, they don't force yeah. it on you at all. It's not it's not like Daniel and the Lion's Den where this was a biblical story. It was very much they're factory workers. They get promoted. They don't really want to eat the chocolate. They don't want to sing the bunny song. <laughs> And they get thrown into a furnace. Very simple story. Very great um, adaptation of the classic uh, Radshack, Meshack, and Abednego story from the Bible. Um, They did a great job of taking it and, like you were saying, like making it applicable to everyone, like Christian, non-Christian alike. And, And it's just, it's a great lesson for all of all these kids to have and 
George as a narrator is great. I like I like the narr- the the guard the guard at the the front gate George um narrating the entire episode. I thought that was awesome. But yeah, it yeah. was just, it was a great episode. Um great silly song. This was the first episode that they did where it was one story all the way through. Um and it went so well. Like just all in all great episode great story i think they having the silly song at at that point was perfect yeah and this is one that i know there was a lot if you watch veggie tales there was some controversy over because the bunny song if you actually look at a modern version of it there's different lyrics because parents thought the bunny song was promoting chocolate too much and bad behavior so they kind of changed the song a bit. I don't remember what exactly they changed it to. But there are two versions of the I had song. no idea that that was a thing. Really? That's yeah. funny. It is. When did they when did they change the when did they change the lyrics of it? What year? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find that right now. 1998 i think so a few years after so you probably only have ever heard of the so i'm wondering so i watched um so i watched this on pure flicks and i'm wondering if pure flicks had the new lyrics yeah they probably did so that's interesting that's funny i didn't even realize that they changed them yeah, and so uh, with that, we've had one more that we we watched, which was yep. Dave and the Giant Pickle. Good old David and Goliath, classic Bible story. Yeah, it was still a little bit different, though. It was still in a that's true. kind of a different way. They did a really good job of adapting, and I think that's the thing that I'm I'm learning from some from Veggie Tales that I didn't get as a kid as much was they are phenomenal adapters and they have the ability to take something and make it a very nice allegory or just simplify a a biblical story because in the classic um bible story of david and goliath david has to stay behind he's the youngest so he stays behind while his brothers go off to war to fight the philistines and they decide to do like a one-on-one combat but Goliath being this massive person scares all, all the Israelites and no one fights them until David shows up and challenges. And it's pretty much the same story. David has to stay behind. He's the little person. He's too little to do big people stuff. Um, Stays behind until his dad's like, take food to your brothers. They're all scared of Goliath, a giant pickle. And Dave ends up, fighting goliath and winning and so they did a great job of taking that story and but making it simplified for kids i also appreciate that the the peas were the philistines i liked that that was funny <laughs> yeah i i think out of all of the five that we've watched and i think this is going to increase as we go down because slowly after this they begin to start doing more spoofs off of uh, different movies and franchises so i'm thinking like mm-hmm. lord of the beans or sumo they of the opera a, things they do like an that Indiana Jones cute. One. 
Is that the Minnesota Cuke one? Yeah, it is. And then they also do one off of like Superman. They do Larry Boy. And I think what I'm starting to realize more because I'm looking at it as like an adult view now is they do a really good job at not shoving Christianity down your throat, I feel like. A lot of these, aside from the very end where they give you like a Bible verse and kind of the moral behind the Bible verse, if you just watched the story, you could very easily get the morals from it without knowing yeah, it was from the Yeah, which I Bible. feel like is really good because I feel like there was a lot of similar um, products that were coming out around this time for kids and that they were just all about throwing Christianity down your throat. And which is like, you know, I think Christians do too much of that. And they try to just force Christianity on everyone. And I think that's not good. No, it's almost as if you ever hear someone's like, oh, if you tell me to do something, I want to do the opposite. It's kind of how I feel that. It's more of why should I be the one to tell you how to live your life? If my actions and my uh, way I talk, the way I act, if that is going to show you that I'm somewhat different, that should be something that engages you into wanting to know more. Not me just saying, hey, you're going to hell if you're not yeah going to church like no i mean yeah like i was so for those of you listening that don't know i'm uh, i'm currently a youth pastor and i was preaching to my students and i was talking to them and i was telling them about how you know as christians we're called to be different and something that is going to speak louder than telling your friends about jesus directly or forcing them to hear about jesus is your actions seeing how you're going to act differently. And so I think that's great that they're showing that in these episodes of Veggie Tales and how they're showing, hey, you know, you can take these morals and just live out your life and not shove it down your, like, I'm not going to, we're not going to shove it down your throat. We're just going to teach you these biblical principles and biblical teachings that are important and that kids should know. So I I loved every episode we we watched. Yeah, and even even if you weren't a Christian and you watched it, you still were able to get some of those. Just every kid should be able to be a neighbor to someone. Every kid should know, like, hey, just because everyone's mm-hmm. doing it, you shouldn't do it. Even just those elements, I think, were yeah. beneficial for kids. Or standing up against peer pressure, like doing something you're not supposed to. Those are great things to know. Um, yeah, and I think I think so often we lose things like this nowadays because I feel like I and, and I feel like we get this way in like worship songs at times um, in the church where we're losing the biblical theology for the message and for the delivery, and I feel like a lot of shows and things do that for kids and things they're they're adapting the message and how they deliver it and in that process of modernizing or making it better 
they're losing the biblical principles. And I think VeggieTales did a great job of delivering a great message and delivering in a way that's fun for kids, but not losing those biblical theologies and biblical principles along the way. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we actually just went through all five. Um, I've really enjoyed that. Um, I think we're going to probably hit maybe another five later down the road when we do yeah. like coming back to Veggie Tales. Um, I think it'd be fun to just go through all of them and then kind of talk about it, especially once we get to more of the spoofs. I really enjoyed when they didn't do it like a biblical story and they did something like, like I said, Minnesota Cuke or Sherlock Holmes <laughs> and the Golden Ruler. Um, they did one on Tomato Sawyer and That's Huckleberry funny. Larry. I missed a lot of the spoof ones, the spoof movies. So I'm really excited to watch those because they're going to be actually kind of new to me. Some of them are. I'm actually looking at a title for one. <laughs> I really like this. Pistachio. The little boy that would. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, those are going to be, be fun great. to go through. Yeah, I'm excited. We'll have to... Uh, We'll have to come back to those, but I think as of right now, I think we're out of time for today, um, but you can catch us every week at the same bat time, same bat channel. I know this week wasn't really what, you know, quote unquote nerdy, like comic books or things, but this is what me and Trey grew up with. So it's nerdy to us. Um, but if you enjoy this podcast, tell your friends about us, write a review, try to, you know, share it. Talk, talk to people. Talk to your friends. I know you talk to friends. So write a review. Talk to your friends about us. Try to spread it around. Take it away, Trey. Yeah, just like Tim said, leave us a review. Follow us on Instagram uh, to get all the latest updates. And uh, just follow us anywhere. Uh, we're on Apple. We're on Spotify uh, particularly. And then we're try to be anywhere that you get your podcast thank you for sitting back thank you for relaxing with us and we'll see you next week as you know it's all geek to me